This time on Transmissions from the Dark Side. An Impressionist. A Grape Nutsack. It's Season 2. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, Season 2. Season 2! We are going through every episode of Tales from the Dark Side, the seminal horror anthology from the 80s. I am Matt Noss. With me is Jen Hansen and Matt Rose, your faithful guides. Season 2 is up to a cleaner opening. (laughs) And now the intro is done. And now the intro is complete. (laughs) Today's episode is... The Impressionist. Jen, give us those sweet deets. All right. The Impressionist is episode one of season two, aired September 26th, 1985, 23 minutes. So somebody's commercials uh, got a little cut off. Nightclub impressionist Spiffy Remo is blackmailed into helping the government establish communication with Hofgosh, a seemingly hostile alien who holds the secret to nuclear fusion. Now, this says fusion. I thought they were saying fission. They were saying fusion. Oh, were they? Yep. Well, yeah, because I, I wrote that down, fusion. Well, you watched it twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn. Matt Noss with the Matt Rose comments over there. Don't cheat on the boys and watch the episode ahead of time. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't say anything. But you... I could feel you were... You weren't mad. You were just disappointed. (laughs) I mean, you didn't let us down. (laughs) All right. Oh, boy. This episode. Let's let's get into it. All right. Uh, This is directed by Armand... Mastrioni. Mastrioni. I thought that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw the name and I was like, that Mas- sounds like a tailor. It doesn't yeah. sound like the Mastriani. guy who this Yep. And we have a sweet Haskell Barkin. We it's got a, a Haskell Barkin. Barkin. Yep. It's a Starring real Chuck Haskell McCann, Bobby DeCicio, Jack Andriozzi. It's a real spicy meatball. <laughs> oh, it's a me, a stereotype. Pasta visual. Oh, God. Can we uh, just say, I say, I don't know what to do, Jen. Season two. This is what we need from you, faithful listener. Mm-hmm. I hate to ask for favors now, but we are debating whether or not we need to explain to everyone that man lives in a sunlit world. Of what he believes to, to be, be reality. reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. Mm. Hmm. It's is a it- place that's... Just as real, but, but not, not as, not as brightly lit. It's okay. a dark side, yeah. If you've been following us on this journey, I feel like you, the listener, probably know that by now, but we are happy to continue telling <laughs> telling this to you. Well, but what about someone who just thinks like, hey, I'm going to check out this podcast. I'm going to check out this podcast, <laughs> just, and I'm going to check random. it out on episode 26. Yeah. Okay. I usually check out the newest episode of a podcast. All right. 
And you're jumping into an anthology, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so it's staying. I, I did. I, I did just want to make <laughs> one <laughs> comment. We could leave it to our listeners. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that we. <laughs> I want everybody. Please call in with your votes. Except it's over. <laughs> the decision's been made. <laughs> I guess we're not going on the vacation. <laughs> Everybody back in the car. All right. Sorry, Mom. Don't even look at the beach. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, God. I, I hate the beach anyway, right? Yeah. Get in the water. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do to please you. Uh, unfortunately, this is way too many of my family vacations. <laughs> uh. The door from the dark side swings wide open for a real Haskell Wait. barking of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point out one thing that like I've been trying to figure out what the intro kind of sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. In the intro sounds like the the introduction to the Twilight Zone done by the literature professor from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> In what way? Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. It's uh it's the Twilight Zone. It goes da 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 like that. Save fairs. Very good. All right. <laughs> the door from the dark side swings wide open. Into What's this? A real set with real people? No, with, with actors. That was that was a picture. <laughs> uh, it is a marquee um, announcing Spiffy Remo, the impressionist, Mister Personalities. <laughs> is so by having by having. Mr. Personalities in quotes above Spiffy Remo. That implies that his his birth name is actually Spiffy Remo. Yes. And he just goes by Mr. Personalities. Because otherwise it would be like Jack Spiffy Remo or mm. Jack Douglas Spiffy Remo to his friends or something. Yeah, his parents named him Spiffy. Or or you know, that that Spiffy Remo would somehow be a character he's playing, but it's not mm-hmm. like I, 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 we'll, we'll get. We'll, ugh. So he is he is on stage uh, performing at the TJ Club. Was yeah. it Club TJ's? Yeah, and and he is doing impressions of. Uh, is that what you call those? Because <laughs> I was super confused. I thought he was just making an audience sit in silence. <laughs> While they watch a man on stage have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so this was a group of this was a group of like what thirty people that they got to get dressed up and come yep. in and act like they were at a club. Now you couldn't get them well, to like really applaud or care, but they were there. So the great things for me is that there was murmuring going on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Spiffy Remo is doing his thing, and I don't think that that was intentional. <laughs> Like, just nobody in the audience could shut the fuck up. There's well, so what What I had written down for this was at least the bar is doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> because people were just ordering drinks left and right. There, He's doing uh, a, a Laurel and Hardy bit. 
Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's impersonating mm-hmm. Laurel and Hardy and he's doing some joke and it's something like he holds up four fingers. And he makes the okay sign. He makes the okay, okay sign. He says, well, this reminds me of Thursday. I guess that's the bit. And then... Uh, uh, he turns around and he's Stan. He's Stan. He says, well, why does that remind you of Thursday? And you see a woman in the audience mouth, I don't know. <laughs> 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 she was with it. She was mesmerized by him. And he he just goes through his fingers and his thumbs together. So it's pinky Monday, ring finger Tuesday, middle finger Wednesday, then he makes the okay sign Thursday. The crowd <laughs> loses their mind. It is as if they don't know what jokes are and they just <laughs> discovered them. Like they're like they're all from the movie Starman. <laughs> <laughs> or Johnny Five when he finally <laughs> understands a joke. <sighs> uh how would you describe Spiffy Remo's look? Um, he, honestly, he kind of reminded me of Mort Krim a little bit. Oh, very good. Oh, I like that. I can see that. Yeah. I have uh, Captain Kangaroo meets Biff from Back to the Future. That I'm not even going to try after yeah. that. That's, oh, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so he goes backstage after, or, um, we see his his agent or or the the club owner. I right. guess. I think it's the club. Owner. Yeah, I think he's the club owner who looks like B. Arthur crossed with Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> crossed with a little <laughs> Sam Kennison. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So uh, before we get there, yeah. I do have to say uh, his Jack Benny is actually pretty good. That's true. Then he does the uh, Wizard from the Wizard of Oz, which is fucking terrible mm-hmm. and and I, I guess then he tries to do the cowardly lion it does not go well but and then we distracted. see because yeah. there's a guy in the distance wearing a hawaiian shirt an aloha shirt uh, that's, yes that's no. what they're called and the sound cue starts and i go oh god it's the same sound cues as season one yep <laughs> Guys, we can only make so many changes. All right, look. <laughs> Man lives. Hey, hey, money hey. doesn't. We got costumes in this episode. What do you want? Money doesn't grow on trees. Hey, they had a kind of expensive prop later, at least in 1985. That it, well, this yeah, this is this episode is light years yeah ahead of season one in terms of budget. This looks mm-hmm. like a like a television program. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. before it was like you set up lawn chairs and kids are gonna do like a little skip parade for you, some little passion plays. It's like oh, they're oh. trying. Oh, look at this Punch and Judy. <laughs> oh. Oh, what do we got here? So he sees a dude in the back that I was I was pretty sure he was Taylor Negron. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I, I wrote I, in my mind I couldn't remember Taylor Negron's name. Yeah. But I was like. I have to mm-hmm. mention that it looks like that guy from Punchline. Yeah. Taylor Negron's like in a million movies, but I only remember Punchline. Yeah. yeah uh, on um, on on matters a few weeks ago. Yeah, weeks ago I, I brought him up, and uh, you guys didn't know his name, but as soon as I told you who he was in a few movies, you were like, "Oh, right, 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 right." He always plays the slime ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy, Taylor Negron's cousin, is no, no exception. exception. <laughs> 
So we go we go backstage and Spiffy is is unwinding with the club owner named I thought it was Fudgy. <laughs> Fudgy the whale. whale yeah. Um but his his name according to uh IMDb was Pudgy. Pudgy. Yeah, yeah. Pudgy. Cuz he called yeah, he called him that later like at the, at the very end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. I I had heard heard Fudgy. This backstage is a, a cavalcade <laughs> of amazing amazing Things the on the art, wall. The art direction of this episode may win a transmission. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's early to start throwing them out, but this is this is definitely in contention. There's a big smoking demerits sign. Mm-hmm. A nod to season one. Right. That's. I didn't know anything else that it could be other than a nod to uh, um, Bigelow's, Bigelow's, Bigelow's last, last smoke. smoke. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. There's um there's a painting of what I assume is Nick Cage right before the bees get put on his head. I put Scarface. Oh, is that what that is? It looked to me like Al Pacino was shooting the gun in Scarface. Not the bees, not the bees. I believe that's what it was. Uh, There's there's tickets on the wall. There's bric-a-brac. And then, so... The the manager comes in and he's talking to uh, Spiffy, and he goes, "The act's boring." And then I wrote, "This guy gets it." <laughs> <laughs> Spiffy um, disagrees. Okay, yeah, right, if, yeah. If you if you didn't know, because Spiffy will tell you, he's the best in the biz. He is the best in the biz. This act is perfection. Every movement, every gesture. Down to the breath. Perfect. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Pudgy is straight up taking apart an orange. Yeah. <laughs> like surgically. Yeah. Like, well, it's with, he, it's with that razor sharp coke nail that he has. That was terrifying. It was. I, that I was don't a know. Coke talon. Yeah. I, I <laughs> That's how an eagle gets, gets high. Yeah. Like, yeah. You ever get high with an eagle? <laughs> Caca. Coke nail. He is, and he's taking this thing apart, and he's getting orange juice everywhere. It is disgusting. Yeah, this is not one of those, like, um, you know, our modern day halos. or right. the e- you, you look at it sideways, and the peel just falls off. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. done. No, it, he had to work for it, like a, like a squirrel going after a walnut. And he is just, he's burrowing in that. That nail is like a Dremel. I I thought he had a pocket knife at first. He did have a pocket knife at first. Okay, I thought that was the nail. No, no. That's how I saw the nail, because he was working the knife, and he had the the nail out, and it was so gross. Yeah. So do do you think that that was... Do I think that thing would sound amazing against a chalkboard? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would make me pray for... Somebody else. <laughs> the sweet embrace of the crypt. <laughs> uh, no, what I was going to say is, do you think that that was his? Or do you think that that was something added? Oh, like an actor's choice? Or did he, yeah, did he come with that? And like, no, I'll keep it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't, at this point, I don't know. I don't know. That guy could have been... I mean, this was could have gone either way. Mid eighties, yeah. Right? This was eighty five. Yeah, I would not doubt for a second that that still had some cocaine in it 
because after he had already kind of gone through the orange, he really sucked on that thing for a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah, he gave it and a... And it was, it was kind of unsettling. A real oh. gross, yeah. gross mouth suck. Oh, and, can you and imagine like, how much dirt and mayonnaise and just disgusting <laughs> shit is in that mouth? <laughs> it's so disgusting. That's why they call me pudgy. <laughs> I'm always eating mayonnaise out the jar. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, pudgy leaves... <laughs> Finally. Finally. Sweet relief. Well, wait, no. Because he told, one important thing is he told Pudgy that some, oh God, he didn't call him a mook, but he said some, some guy in the audience threw me off. Yeah, he didn't have the best set tonight because uh, the dude, the, the guy, guy in, in the, the Aloha, Aloha shirt. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in unison, it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the and then then Pudgy's just like ah, I've had enough of this, right? And and he walks out. Who walks in? The guy in mannequin makeup. Yeah. Um. Oh God, did they even give his name? No. I yeah. They they just just government guy is is his name now. I guess A Hawaiian um, shirt bad guy is what I yeah had written down. yeah. So he comes in and he's got he he flashes a badge. And then he twitches in a like if you if right. somebody shot a whole lemon into your eye, <laughs> that's the kind of twitch that this guy does. Oh, we this is the scene that we have to film. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle wants you. Yeah, well, yeah, because I wrote I wrote Uncle wants you, and then in big letters blink because that's what he does. He just goes Uncle wants you, to which I'm thinking like. Does he know this guy's uncle? Like you don't you don't say Uncle Sam, you just say uncle. Who right. the fuck is uncle? Are we talking about the TV show? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, so yeah, he says, Uncle wants you. He's wearing mannequin makeup, and then blink. And it wasn't even just like, you know, like a regular human blink or like, oh man, like something got in my eye. No, he this was shuddered. Like, this was a full face blink. So Having read the description of this episode and knowing that aliens would play a part in this or an alien, I thought, I thought, okay, that weird twitch, he's an alien. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to find out. And but, but I forgot the most important lesson. If you see a gun in act one, the end. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tales from the Dark Side. Wait, you see a gun in Act One? Roll credits. <laughs> <sighs> You're correct. Uh, he goes, Uncle wants you. To which Spiffy Remo goes, Hey, man, I did my time. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because he had been in the army. <laughs> and then I wrote, Oh, his last name's Remo. Is he Remo Williams' dad? <laughs> oh, that's a crossover I want to see. Now that is an adventure continuing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Remo Williams cuts. <laughs> so the so the Aloha weirdo gets him to go back to this. Uh, oh oh oh! He um he has to blindfold him and uh, and and take him to some secret government area. He'll be well compensated. He'll be well compensated and well cared care for. Of. It's yeah. an area between fifty, 50 and, and fifty two. Yeah, we should say. Somewhere in that area. Matt is not pleased. (laughs) Not pleased with the Area 51 show. Nonplussed. All right. Act break. Act break. Act break. 
at this point, I'm I mean, praying for commercials. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's cheesy. But it's working. But it, it was working for me at this point. I was like, okay, this is a real episode of TV. Uh, here's an act break that ends with m- It's mystery. a true act break. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like people stopped waving their arms and they turned <laughs> the camera to the side, which was like season one. <laughs> the VTR just broke. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're uh, now uh, the Aloha Weirdo is is walking Spiffy Remo down a hallway in what looks to be some sort of underground laboratory, and you hear this like scream wailing sound. Really good. Really good. Really creepy. I thought. I I just I put what the fuck noise because mm-hmm. like I had no idea what that was, so. You know, already, you're kind of thinking, what the fuck? What is going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, he's walking He's walking down a hallway to a room with a bunch of... Uh, God, weren't there, like, reel-to-reels or something in this room? Well, I, there I thought, might have been, but there were also compact discs. Yeah, so that... It, it, I, <laughs> I had made an allusion earlier to an expensive prop, yeah, oh, and that I was it. I blew it, sorry. <laughs> They had a Techniques CD player yeah, man. and Sony headphones. Woo! They spared no, no expense. expense. No. Everyone had to sign into set and <laughs> sign out. Dave, Every- if you touch that compact disc player again, you're off of this show. Who put in sports? <laughs> it's my favorite CD. <laughs> I think I, that was the first CD my dad got. It was either sports or um, or the Back to the Future soundtrack. Oh, my God. So he liked Huey Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Big, big, uh, big Hugh head. Oh, he's a Hugh head? Yeah, he was a Hugh head. Yeah. Um, I've been more of a Loggins man, so. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing it all for my baby. Uh, so I she just wrote at this point, be. the lab, the jumpsuit. The bandage. <laughs> because uh my man my man Spiffy Remo is wearing a jumpsuit. So he's a he's he's one of the older members of Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the guy with the bandage on his face, which you called uh Mitch Album, because he looks like Mitch Album. Yeah. He's got he's got like whole face glasses on. Like he look, they look at like the kind of glasses that Toby Radlov would wear. Yeah. Um, like the guy in uh, in Poltergeist. Uh, yes. The one researcher who's where like working face, the mic where his face yeah, yeah, comes yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his name is Doctor Co. Now he he is a doctor, but don't let that make you think he's gonna have like really inflated doctor talk because he says things like frustrated and nuclear he's he's just like the average man nuclear 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 frustrated Frustrated. (laughs) so yeah spiffy walks in bunch of nerds and lab coats cd player what's going on here guys oh mitch album tells us he spends a Tuesday with Maury. <laughs> he goes, Tuesday with Spiffy. <laughs> yeah. A Wednesday morning with Spiffy. <laughs> and he goes, uh, hey, Spiffy, here's the deal. Aliens are real. 
So don't react to that. Thank you. And uh, they've landed, and there's one in the room next door. <laughs> His name is Hofgosh. Hofgosh. I when I why did when they I name heard him that Hofgosh? Name, I God only knows that is just the worst name. So basically, they think that Spiffy. <sighs> this was so convoluted. Yeah, this is the part really, of the episode I, where yeah, like okay, remember. I always forget the name of this of this movie. I, it was like Voyager, but it wasn't. But it was the one with um, Flight of the Navigator, River Phoenix. Oh, Flight of the Navigator is that it? No, no, no. River Phoenix. They get a uh, tilt a whirl thing and they build a spaceship and they go up into oh, space. The, the explorers. The explorers. Yeah. I always I think of that movie because what I would have loved to have seen is, and this is corny, but I would love to have seen it is. He, they've been getting our radio signals, mm. and we need somebody who could do a voice that they trust. Okay, mm. that's what I was thinking. I thought you were just about to describe the movie Nell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we got. Uh, we got Nell. No, we didn't even get Nell. But well, instead, what we got was. Okay, so so they think, so like so they communicate with Hoff. They've got some special headphone thing. So, and Hafgash speaks in gestures, but the gestures will be translated into the headset and vice versa. But you have to mirror Hafgash's gestures for him to trust you. Am I right? Was that close? Uh, I. You know, I really could not tell you. It made very little sense. Um, I I think that yeah, you you had to be able to mimic his gestures for them to get translated. Okay. And I'm gonna say sure because it didn't make any sense. It right. was basically like Hafgash won't trust you unless you do an impression of him. <laughs> And you, so he wants to be roasted. You, <laughs> you, my friend, are the greatest impressionist of all time. So uh, watch this video of me getting my ass kicked by Hofgott. <laughs> my favorite part of that whole video is like absolute utter fucking nonsense is happening on screen. And then Spiffy Remo goes, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then and then Hofgosh Colcox a guy. Yeah. <laughs> scientist goes, oh, very good. Because Spiffy Remo has noticed that the the scientist went instead of like, you know, because yeah, he picks it, up on that sort of thing. Ugh. So Hofgosh hold his ship runs on nuclear I wrote fission, but nuclear fusion. Uh Few, nuclear fusion. I'm sorry. Nuclear, nuclear fusion, fusion Maybe energy. that's why I couldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't energy implied? Hey, man, they say Hey, man, they're energy. in glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so Hofgosh holds secrets to nuclear energy that we desperately need to have. We need them. So that's why... That's why Spiffy Remo has to go in and do this this weird mirror exercise. Hey, Spiffy, Spiffy, my friend. Well, don't forget they put just a little bit of uh, 
a little bit of urgency on this, he's not taking. He's, Hofgosh is not doing well. He's not acclimating. Right. Something might happen to him. We need to get this information out of him before before God only knows what happens. You know what, guys? If I'm Spiffy Remo, I'm walking out the room right then and there. Hold it right there, Spiffy Remo, because I have something from the government from when you were in the army. What are you talking about? You committed a crime that was sealed, and I can unseal it. Son of a bitch, I'm in. Would you like to know the crime? Nah. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Nah, we all know. (laughs) You can tell by my face it was diddling kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I got the nickname Spiffy. Uh, Remo's taint. All right. Matt, how do we know that Hofgosh is not acclimating to our um, our atmosphere? Uh, they just said that, and also I think they showed him punch a few more people. Okay, where he's he's getting. I think I think he's getting increasingly violent or okay. something. Where. Uh, he or they they mentioned he was getting much more impatient. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was because he moved like one of those inflatable wiggle guys <laughs> at a car dealership. Um, but it the, if the guy was made out of blue balls shoved into Jiffy Pop. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean a grape nutsack? <laughs> That's what that head was. Oh. It was just balls. Uh, no, seriously. I mean, there were seriously there were veins. Yep. It was. It, I. Oh man, I. Ugh. That poor actor in there. Oh, all right. Yeah. So the reveal is uh, Hofgosh is a guy in a a garbage silver, bag. Yeah, a silver garbage bag. With, uh, with, I guess, mitts on his hand to make it look like he has three fingers. Yeah. And then uh, a big old... And a pair of balls up. for a head. At one point I wrote, oh, old garbage bag blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, those fingers were not convincing to me. It, it really looked like he had three dicks on, on his wrist. At, at least, at least when he spoke, it was elegant. <laughs> <laughs> Hofgosh only spoke in farts. <laughs> I, I, I wrote down that he sounded like a mix of one of the aliens from Killer Clowns from Outer Space and when Ferris Bueller hits all the fart keys. <laughs> It's like an alien coming out of a chest. It it was a mix of it was it it was it was a mix of nonstop fart sounds and then the sound of, the sound of porn filtered through a drive-through restaurant speaker. <laughs> no, it, it's and like when 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 Spiffy walks back in. Like after after he's had some kind of epiphany that like no he can get it out he can get it out of him yeah um and he goes back in and here's this dumb alien in the the silver suit with the with the nuts for a head just kind of like 
prancing to one side and the other. Which is, I wrote, oh, the pantomime of idiots. <laughs> Where he's just, he's prancing from one side to the other, and you just hear just synth fart noises going crazy. And, like, I kind of sat there thinking, like, what? who approved this? What is the, like, is this... Is this this isn't scary? What is this supposed to be? Like it's it it. I don't even think it borders science fiction. This is science dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the first time that Spiffy goes into the room to talk to Hofgosh because he's think he's he thinks he has it, and he does this dumb pantomime with him. He gets him over to the computer. And then he breaks kayfabe and straight up looks at the the guys in the room and goes, eh? And then Hofgosh is like, nope. Nope. And I was like, why'd you blow it? Why'd you blow it, Spiffy Remo? And uh, then he goes and he's like, I don't. Okay. So I wrote down, oh, good. A one scene montage. Because they ba- he, he basically is like, I'm going to figure this out. And then it's just him watching Hofgosh and him moving his hands <laughs> and listening to the CD at the same time. He's got it now. I, yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember. Does Hofgosh Colcock him? Or does he just he grabs him by the shove wrist. him? He grabs oh, him by the right. wrist. He grabs him by the wrist. Um, but we know time has passed because Mitch Album no longer has like a black eye, um, a, a bandage on his face. a bandage on his yeah. face. Yeah. So uh, he keeps saying. So now the scientists have had it right with Spiffy Remo. Which can you imagine just hanging around Spiffy Remo for months? No. Do you think? So do you think one of those scientists, like they were all like, guys, we can't communicate with this guy. And just one of these guys was like, you guys, I've got it. I've got it. What is it? What is it, Jerry? Last time, last time I was in Boca, I saw this show (laughs) that blew my mind. If anybody can do it, it's going to be him. What, what, What does he do? Uh, like, um, uh, he, he's Laurel a master impersonations. Of, of impersonations, of Laurel and Hardy impersonations. Uh, okay. Any- Look at Hofgosh, he's physical comedy. God damn it, we're going to Boca. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Album. <laughs> Go grab an Aloha shirt for the poor man's. <laughs> Ricky Busker. I don't know. Get him out of here. <laughs> so they they're like, all right, enough of uh, enough of this this circus. Spiffy Remo, get out of here! And Spiffy Remo's like, wait, give me one more try. This is I wrote. This is where Spiffy Remo goes. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> so they go in, and the dance begins. And it is working. It is. And now... They're vibing off each other. Dude, the vibes and the heat. You can see, like, it is palpable. It's like that moment in Dirty Dancing where Johnny lifts Baby up. Yeah. 
It is magical. If only... Jennifer Grey had balls for a head. <laughs> if only. Well, and instead of lifting her out of the water, it was just Spiffy kind of jerking the middle finger off <laughs> while, while the scientists in the other room slow clapped. <laughs> real, real weird tug job in his yeah. mouth. <laughs> it was so weird. And then he, well, no. Yeah, I, so they, they, they touch hands. Real magic. And then Hofgosh disappears. Well, you know, he kind of turned kind into of, like a big gold version of himself. Yep. And he and, kind of ascends into heaven with a white light beaming on Spiffy's face. So he just needed to touch a human. Well, but he had already. Oh, and the computer already... starts going off. The computer starts going off. So, like, oh, we're dumping all of the nuclear knowledge, nuclear codes, fusion, all the nuclear fusion codes. Nuclear fusion energy, guys. Yes. Nuclear. I don't know how many times nuclear, nuclear fuzzing. <laughs> nuclear fuzzing. And at this point, uh, my man Hofgosh looks like a real poor man's Gonzo. Yeah. Well, he, what I what I said to Jen is. <laughs> He looked like Squidbert from from SpongeBob. Not yeah. that I ever watched it, but I knew what Squidbert looked like. And like yeah. they have this shot where like he's he's above the camera, and I just looked at it, and it was like, uh, holy shit! Live action Squidward. All right, yeah. now all of a sudden we're back in Boca. He's back by popular, by popular demand, demand, as yeah. the sign says. By popular demand, Mr. Personalities, Spiffy Remo, yeah. And we're backstage, and you know he's done because he's sopping sweat off of himself with, <laughs> with a cocktail napkin, a tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> and that crowd is obviously saw a better show than we just yeah. saw. They're they, still they're still applauding. They like want five more. minutes after, yeah. yeah. And then Coconail comes in. And they love you. Do you hear that? They love you. You nailed it. Is that uh, enough? Is that enough for Spiffy? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not feeling it. I quit. I lost my friend. That, that grape nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I've tasted what real performance is. It's being forty miles underground talking to an upside down penis. <laughs> real Gonzo. I'll give you a raise. You uh, don't g- get give it. Me, give me give me a few weeks. Uh, I, I might be able to work something out. You don't get it. And you never will. No. Spiffy Remo on the corner, walking across the street. Car almost hits him. And that's for no reason other than we just had a couple more minutes to fill. Yep. We can afford cars now. <laughs> See you later. We closed the street. What I uh, what I noticed about that particular scene that really stuck out for me was Matt's casual call for murder, where he's walking across the street and you see a car coming out of the corner, and Matt's just like, "Hit him! Hit him! Hit him! Hit him!" And I was just like, "Not often does Matt call for just the absolute destruction of another human being for no other reason, yeah, than like I just want to see someone die today." But no, that was uh, no. I wanted I wanted something to happen to Spiffy, so that when Grape Nutsack came back, <laughs> he would either he would heal him like E.T. All right, so so spoiler alert. Let's just jump to the end. Uh, grape Grape Nutsack. Yeah, I was I was thinking the the same. Yeah, that would make what you were about to say is what I was thinking. That would make sense. But I didn't need to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm jumping to. No. 
<clears throat> well, we're not really jumping because it's the next scene. To the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly he's awash in light again. And there is an alien ship coming down. And the door well, opens. Well, there's some lights. It's an alien ship. Or it's light bright with fog. (laughs) (laughs) Or or football lights through a fog machine. Yeah. (laughs) And the ship lands and the door opens and out comes a being like a baby with a full (laughs) diapy. It's Hofgosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, I wrote, my name is Torgo. (laughs) 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 Because he is shuffling down that that ramp. Take your time. (laughs) Like Torgo. Me paid by minute. <laughs> I watched the fleece while the master's away. <laughs> I said Manos. The hands of fate. So the end, I have to admit, reminded me kind of of the beginning, like the intro to Greatest American Hero, where... Yes, 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 yes. There's there's the 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 ship that just kind of shows up in the middle of nowhere mm, and okay. he's there to see it. I mean, granted the aliens in Greatest American Hero didn't look anything like this fucking thing, but mm-hmm. still that's just what it reminded me use, of. But a nod. They didn't use grape nut sacks? No, no, believe it or weird. not. I mean, it seems like a solid choice. <laughs> so it's sort of like the so like the end of Close Encounters. Yeah, but instead of little kids with giant heads, it's, yeah. It's Hofgosh. It's Hofgosh, and he just, he's back to pick him up, and then that's the end. That's, the well, end. you see, you see uh, Spiffy's face, and he's like smiling and so happy, and then there's this light, and then it's like, oh, hey, roll credits. <sighs> yeah. Why have him almost be hit by the car if you're not going to have him be hit by the car right. and then have Hofgosh come out and like magic him alive like E.T.? I think I think it was probably just to show how distracted he was. Oh. Like once mm. <laughs> once you've encountered a being like Hofgosh, you're changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're changed. You can't focus on the little things like traffic. No. Or or doing your job, mm-hmm. or um, or being on the set of Journey Separate Ways video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Roll it changes you. credits, which have a new font. Ooh. I I I I was pretty excited about that. The, I was too. Like, it looked good. They had to pay for a new font, and it is it's a pretty big deal. Serif laden. Serif laden <laughs> with a drop shadow. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. That's the stuff. Smell you later, 84. <laughs> it's 85 and we're alive, baby. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. All right. That's the episode. Anything we want to go to the writer's room for? Okay. Um cuz I liked the episode. I actually didn't mind it. I I yeah, I didn't I I gave it a harder time than I actually felt yeah. about it. Well, but I think I think that one of the reasons why, because I didn't give it a I, I didn't give it a good or I didn't give it a bad review either. Mm-hmm. Like I you know I I wrote down how many not sacks out of ten mm-hmm. I'd give it, um, and it wasn't like oh god it, it wasn't like uh what was the last one of last season 
Uh, false prophet. False yeah, prophet. it wasn't like false prophet or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. this this was this was watchable, and like you said, this was a TV show. Yeah, this wasn't just like a high yeah. school production of what they thought a uh, twist of fate theater would be. Right, and um, it was complete. You are correct. It was complete. Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't. The communication with Hofgosh didn't make sense. Right, none whatsoever. It it should have been fleshed out. I mean, this was twenty three minutes. This was longer than yeah. a typical episode. I think what that's got where left would, on the cutting room floor is what I'd like. to I know. think that's where I would have spent my time. Is they need to button that up a little bit better. Yeah, you mm. didn't need the. There was no payoff of the the nuclear fusion. There wasn't a payoff there. There wasn't a payoff of like. Like, uh, they didn't have time, but like the old help the alien escape. Like now that mm-hmm. we have nuclear fusion, we can kill Hofkosh. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, there wasn't any of that. There wasn't that, you know, there wasn't a really solid reason why they needed somebody to impersonate him. Mm-hmm. They kind of came up with a bullshit one, but I don't know. I'm kind of in love with the idea of, you know, it has to be in the voice of a celebrity that he's heard. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. I like the idea that you were saying earlier about them um, finding a way to communicate, like radio, and Mm -hmm. then having, making him, um, like, do an impersonation of an alien and Mm -hmm. send that communication out. Ooh. That would have been interesting if they didn't have the alien. Yeah, I guess it's a different episode. Yeah. But I mean, if you, it's the writer's room, so you're not really yeah married to anything but if it was just like we're getting these signals mm-hmm. and we understand the language but we can't recreate the voice mm-hmm. and you're the best impersonator in the world can best you do it mm-hmm. that would have been cool too yeah or have them get hit by the car at the end <laughs> yeah yeah but either way like they they just need to amp it up a little bit make the reason why he's doing it a little clearer and um the relationship between him and Hofgosh. Like, they show him fail. So in the one scene montage, they do show him fail another time. Mm-hmm. But they needed, like, a couple more, like, yeah, they, Helen Keller-esque, yep, like, yep, yep, riding mm-hmm. the water on the yeah. hand. Yeah. Um, so uh, kind of the feeling that I got for this particular episode, um, I guess it kind of hinges on uh, when did Amazing Stories come out? Around right this around time. this time. Around this right? time, but I think maybe slightly after. Wasn't it like 87? No, I, th- I think I think 85 I or 86. Yeah. Okay. Um, it just, it, it kind of felt to me to be an episode of amazing stories that they passed on. That it was, it was similar enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't scary. There was supposed to be like, ooh, wonder, it's an alien. Um, just, I don't know, they already had their 23 episodes for the season. Or... It wasn't good. Yeah. 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 Um, just yeah. It's just not us. Uh, go take it to George Romero, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. I would agree with that. I, I could totally see that. They were like, Haskell Barkin, get out of here. No. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I know where I'm wanted. Are you picturing Haskell Barkin as Gil from The Simpsons? <laughs> Haskell needs a hit on this yeah. one, baby. That's a 
That's all I can see now. Um, any alternate names for this episode? I forgot. Mm. I mean, for me, the impression is kind of kind of hits it. Like, I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I first heard it, I thought it was gonna be a period piece about an artist mm-hmm. who I don't know maybe draws things that come to life or draws premonitions or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. no, as soon as it went to the comedy club, I was like, oh, oh, impressionist. Okay. Um, my name would be What Makes a Nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's Kinda. the scale on it, Jen? Uh, let's do Aloha shirts. Ha- scale of one to ten. How many Aloha shirts? Five. Five Aloha shirts from Matt. Five from me. I give it six. Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right. I was thinking six. I was between five and six, but mm-hmm. it's it is one of the better episodes we've seen. Yeah, but it's season two, baby. Yeah, yeah. All bets are off now, guys. Counter resets. Yeah, we have only up to go from here. Here's hoping. Yeah. I really. Oh, uh, it it looks just in my just in my my brief perusal of season two. It looks like. There were some real turds coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Transmissions from the Dark Side. You can reach out to us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook. Uh, T from the Dark Side at gmail.com if you like that email. If you're a Twitter person, TFTDS, no, TFTDS pod. Mm -hmm. uh, That is correct. Uh, that was a lot, guys. Uh, this is the first official episode on Gabber Media, so Woo! that is Welcome exciting. Gabber! Yeah, uh, we've uh, shifted away from Go Comedy. Still close as... Still love those guys. Still love those guys, but mm. this is our own thing. So there it is. There Whoop. it is. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> there, it there it is. Chen. Yeah, man. Matt. Yeah. An absolute pleasure. Oh, you are. Oh, thank you. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Sure, shoot. Uh, advice for the week. Uh, mm, try to try enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Yeah, try to enjoy the daylight. Okay, great. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is created... Hosted and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.